Welcome to our pod. And by that, I mean on Wednesdays we read. I'm Hannah. I'm Laura. And we are two friends who typically do a deep dive into a new book series, one book at a time. But we are breaking from that pattern because we wanted to give you guys a quick bonus episode on Laura and my watch of Dune. The the new movie. The new movie out 2021 in theaters and on HBO Max. Laura and I watched this together the night it came out. We were there sitting we watched it simultaneously. We did not watch mm-hmm. it together, but we were live texting each other about it mm-hmm. and we had thoughts. So let's get into it. We'll try to not give too many spoilers. Um, so high level we stuff. Watched, we watched this about a year and a half after we read the book, right? Is that about yes. right? Yes. So there were a lot that of things right. that I feel like I forgot from reading the book. That I was kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. And that happened. Okay. But this movie only covers the first half of the first book in the series. So the so stakes the- were high for this movie because <laughs> if they're only doing part one of the book, it's like, okay, if we want to get a part two, we have to make this really good. Right. And I will say that when this was originally published, it was two different books. So it is technically Mm -hmm. covering the first book. It's just the first book of the original telling, Mm -hmm. not this. So, um, and Laura and I did read this all the way back, way back when, uh, in May, 2020 is when we read Mm -hmm. it. Okay. Um, and Laura really enjoyed this book a lot. Yeah. I like Dune. Yeah, you do. You really like Dune. Um, Hannah is a little bit more, I feel like now on Twitter, it's almost like, it's like not actually true. Cause like I rated this book three stars. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't that I disliked this book. I feel like everyone's gotten the wrong impression that Hannah was like, I hated every single second of this <laughs> book and I wanted to throw it across the room. I thought it was fine guys. I thought some parts were pretty rushed. I thought for a sci-fi, I understand why it defined a generation mm-hmm. and I get it. It's not my type of story. And Laura and I will never stop laughing at the fact that there's names like Idaho, Gurney, Arulin, and Chani. And then the two biggest characters are named Paul and, and Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> and that's Amazing. never not going to be funny. And I saw some people who, when people made fun of this, people who love Dune were like, well, you know, um, Frank Herbert, he like developed these names from like different mythologies, religions, like there's a reason, but also Paul is supposed to be the Christ-like figure and choosing the most Western name to be your Christ-like figure in this religious bodgepodge is a very specific choice. Right. (laughs) So I just want to point that out. And so Laura and I will continue to laugh over Paul, Jessica, and then Gurney, Irulan, and Idaho. Duncan, Idaho. And Duncan, Idaho sounds sounds like a potato. And we all Duncan, die Idaho, potatoes. Idaho. I thought you were going to be like, he named them after types of potatoes. Like, I could totally say like, Gurney, Halleck, potatoes. <laughs> like- <laughs> Gurney, Halleck, potatoes. Irulan, potatoes. potatoes do sound delicious. <laughs> they all sound Duncan. legit to me. Lido potatoes. Duncan like, I mean, potatoes are definitely the brown potatoes you get at Christmas. Lido Atreides <laughs> potatoes. Because you do I, not want to eat the skins. <laughs> Johnny potatoes. These are, but like Paul potatoes and Jessica potatoes, they just don't doesn't work. work. 
if the name can uh, be in front of the word potatoes, it's a solid for the Dune <laughs> series. If it does Laura, not make sense, more potato doesn't work. Not a good name. You could have a Costava, Costava potatoes. There so, Hannah, so what were your ones. thoughts on the movie? Since you weren't big on the book, you didn't hate the book, but you didn't like love it. So, what was your thought of the movie? It. I thought it had the exact amount of plot that I thought it was great, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was not much. I thought cinematically this movie was stunning, and mm-hmm. someone po- and we both agreed that we wished we had seen it in theaters. It would have been amazing in theaters. So good. And like the way they had, like they used the special effects, they seamlessly like interwove them with stunning scenes and like, like scenic locations was so good. I liked how they did a lot of like a lot of their choices with like how they use the shields. I thought that Mm -hmm. was really interesting. Yeah. The way they introduce you to this technology is fantastic. And like, the political intrigue is just, if you haven't read the book, it's a little confusing. Like it's right. just a little, I think that there were a few moments in this movie that were confusing if you had not read the book and a lot of them have to do yes. with Paul's visions and dreams. I think that would be confusing if you had not read the book. And I also think that this was a strange movie because it was extremely long and at times it was like, this is the longest movie ever. And at other times it was like, they're not putting enough in. People aren't going to understand this. Right. And I think sometimes they do that when they decide to do more, like I call it for lack of a better term in my brain, like a vibe. They wanted like a very specific mm-hmm. vibe for this movie where they're like, we want cinematic stunning. We want you to feel the stakes of everyone. And we want these great actors mm-hmm. all in this like genre defining book and we want to do it right and we want to like make sure people know we took the assignment seriously Mm -hmm. and like dune is still a science fiction book that you have to have more exposition than right like we're not learning enough and it's it's a very strange thing it's also like timothy chalamet yes has a baby face he is more of an adult than I was kind of expecting for this mm-hmm. role, you know. I saw so some people that were look- saying on Instagram, and I can agree with this, where they were like, okay, so before watching Dune, I was like, I don't get what the big deal is about him. After watching Dune, I get it. And I think it's because he did a really great job acting. And honestly, all of these people in this movie were great actors. It was very good, very well acted. I do think it was definitely very well acted. I was skeptical about, is it Rebecca Ferguson? Is that her name who plays the mom? I was skeptical about her at yeah. first, but I really turned around on her because she just really did well throughout the movie as she progressed along. I really liked her. I thought she did a really good job. Um, she's been in like not a ton of, like she's been in a lot of like prestige movies. She was in The Greatest mm-hmm. Showman. Yeah. I did think they got wonderful, stunning actors. I did think Jason Momoa was a little bit off tonally than all the other actors and actresses. He was probably the only one that I didn't really like how that went. And I was like, this is a little bit disappointing because I feel like he is actually a good actor and I know that he can do a great job and I just wasn't seeing it compared to the other people in the movie. Right. I I thought compared, it was just like, he's supposed to be the non-straight man. He's supposed to be like the fun guy. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't quite 
sit there, but I, it's an interesting, he made interesting choices, but I do think like overall studying acting cinematically lovely. I think part of the problem is, is just, you're trying to get an audience to be welcomed into this. And it's a little bit slow moving for that with not mm-hmm. enough exposition. And Oscar Isaac is a snack. That is my, <laughs> the other character that I did not like was Stellan Skarsgård that was okay not very well done the costume with that i was not a fan of i just i and i also i don't know if that was not what i was picturing and they did everything else very well so then that just kind of stuck out to me as not being done as well but that was a little disappointing to me that character so this is something i want to talk about um because i I am not a normal size. I'm a plus size person. And I kind of thought their characterization and the way they did his costume was fat phobic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He is supposed to be a grossly obese person. They say grossly obese. I don't think anyone is gross just because they're obese, but I mean like grossly is like, it's supposed to be exorbitantly obese Mm -hmm. in the books to the fact where he cannot walk on his own two legs, which is right. something that happens to people. And that is a serious medical condition. And he has to use anti-gravity li- lifting things. Mm-hmm. Is it already fat phobic to maybe yes, just exit the out of the movie that doesn't need to be there? Yes. I think mm-hmm. I under, but I also understand where people are like, well, also don't like normal size people, but this is also supposed to be a villain. I think you could totally make the villain skinny and mm-hmm. not change anything about this. And then you're not. Cause like, there's only like one other person I saw in that movie who is a plus size person who walks around normally. So you don't, it's mostly skinny people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one person you have is in a bad fat suit that wasn't big enough for why they were having him use the anti-gravity lifts. Mm-hmm. He could walk around. He was rather normal on the spectrum of obesity. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like they did a really bad job on it. They didn't make him like look monstrous enough for it to not just be kind of a joke about a fat guy sitting on a chair. Like right. that part did not sit well with me. And I told Laura about that while we were watching the movie. She right. agreed. I, I like it's it's a hard commentary to make because it's like I don't want to take away roles from people who you know, but they also mm-hmm. didn't give this to a role of someone who is like fat and considerate about this. They gave it to Stellan Skarsgård and put him in a fat suit. Yeah. So and not a good one at that, and not a mm-hmm. well thought out one by any means. So mm-hmm. I don't think that this was handled well, um, and it was probably the biggest red flag in the film. So I'm. A, glad you brought it up right yeah i just um, knew that you had some really good thoughts on that and so that's why i wanted to mention yeah it. yeah i'm glad you brought it up i had a lot of a lot of thoughts on it i thought it was just incredibly fat phobic and mm-hmm. people need to remember that if you're villainizing a fat person you have to ask yourself okay who are the other fat people <laughs> but you know it's right. it's about representation and about thoughtfulness and I think it's a hard question to ask, but there are mostly able-bodied people running around here who had to talk to Stellan Skarsgård in a fat suit. Right. Um, Hannah, you had made your thoughts on another thing in this movie, and that was the bagpipes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but actually, I feel vindicated because I was on TikTok recently, and they're like, 
and someone had like a thoughts after dude and it was like big letters and then all of a sudden it was just bagpipes and people <laughs> holding bagpipes <laughs> but one of the music drops always had bagpipes in it and I was just like huh because it's supposed to be like years and years and years in the future bagpipes are something that stuck around as a musical choice I actually I really liked very... all the music choices too. I thought that they were perfectly selected. I I don't know who the person in charge of that was, who the music director was, but well done. I even enjoyed the bagpipes. I I thought it was just very well done. They set I the mood perfectly with choice, the music I, too. I did like the bagpipes. I feel like sometimes they just make jokes and then it's taken as if I like hated them and wanted to like massively jail whoever did it like you know I thought they were fun but it was a very funny choice to me and made me laugh quite a bit every what time I, happened, the worm? I was like bagpipes um it was a vagina monster <laughs> I did I honestly did like I thought it was cool but I, I didn't think it was yeah. as like creepy as I thought it was going to be you know, I know a lot of people would disagree with that because they're like, oh, this is like the coldest worm ever. But I I thought it was well done as far as CGI goes. And that was about it. And I was like, okay, it's a worm. Like, we know that we can ride them now. All right. Yeah, it's it's nothing special. It was a worm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was fine. Um, I wasn't too... I guess it just, it didn't really hit for me. Like I wasn't impressed. I wasn't like not impressed. It was part of the movie. Um, The other thing I wanted to mention, go ahead. I was going to say, and you and I, as the worm was about to appear, we were like, will it be a vagina monster? Will it be a vagina? And then it it was. So look that up for people who don't know. It's a very specific motif. And we talk about it a lot because our other podcasts or our normal (laughs) regular scheduled programming. It looked just like a round worm. If you look at one under the microscope. It probably was, Laura. It's probably where they got the idea for it. Barber so. pole worms. There we go. So the other thing that I wanted to mention was Zendaya and how they made it oh. seem like she was in so much of this movie and she did not get to be in this movie until like the last 10 minutes. You guys, Zendaya rolled up on set, hung out for four days, cut the, f- I think she got like the fourth highest paycheck of anyone in that movie and then peace the F out. Like, she just she left. made more in four days than I will make in years. The way she, they gaslit us all into thinking we were going to Zendaya's movie and she won't, she wasn't in it. And, like, when I found out that it was the first half, I was like, how are they going to put Zendaya in this? Because she's not in that much of the first half of the and novel. And you called and it because she was... was not in the first half of the movie. <laughs> uh so hannah knew and then hannah just didn't know and then yeah definitely didn't make a difference didn't make one look of a difference um good job congrats and on cashing that check we applaud you good for you can't wait to see part two where you're actually in it i know i mean do we know like have they even said that there will be a june two i don't know it's probably too early to call it yeah, five hours ago, there will probably be a Dune part two, at least based on what has been said in public so far. Um, 
I would say it's too early to call it right now, but I know I'm sure they're looking at the numbers just from the like, way that this movie is trending. I would guess we'll have enough people watching it that they'll do a part two and hopefully fix the fat suit. I guess I don't uh, just make him skinny guys. It doesn't affect the plot whatsoever. And it just doesn't, it's not a good look. Okay. Like, so Hannah, overall, thoughts. hopefully there's a do to think. If you enjoyed the books, you would enjoy this movie. I told our friend who likes sci-fi to watch it. I told my dad to watch it because he likes sci-fi. Um, I don't know if I would recommend it to people who aren't into sci-fi. I think you mm-hmm. have to be very much into the genre to appreciate it. Um, because I understand how it wouldn't be everyone's thing. It was a little bit slow for me. It was not quite what I would say is my favorite brand of movie which is more like militaristic serious Mm -hmm. film and that's not quite my style but I appreciate it for what it was after having read the book what about you I really liked it and I think it's for people who love the book and I think that if you watch this movie after reading the book and you were disappointed I I'm concerned because they hit all the marks to make this a really good movie for the readers. And I just thought it was so well done. And it was really a lot of what I pictured when I was reading it. And so I was just really pleased with everything that they had done, the cinematography, the music, the acting. And even though it seemed slow at times, I just really appreciated that they kind of just took their time and that they're like, we're not going to rush this. We're going to try and do it the right way. And I really think that they did. Well, there you have it, everyone. Um, we hope you liked it. If you've seen it, if you have it, we hope we haven't ruined anything. Like we said, we were trying to do a very high level review. Um, Laura, I feel like you should have talked more since you loved this movie. And I was just like, yeah, I, it was good. <laughs> I really liked it a lot. I really liked it a lot. Uh, what was your favorite part about it? <sighs> Honestly, I think the thing that stood out the most was just how beautiful and flawless the sets were and the CGI. I think that that's what stands out the most to me. I I would agree. I think that that was was probably the best part. And you're right. right, The music was brilliant. So yeah, I, I think that they just went all out and did everything the way that it should have been. And that when you watched it, at least for me, it was very much like what I had pictured reading the book. So I wasn't disappointed. I would say it was very much what I pictured in the books as well. Um, And was this your first like Timothy Chalamet movie? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if you'd seen Little Women or not. I haven't. I I didn't understand that. I've only seen the old one. (laughs) Okay. No, that's fine. I was just interested since you were like, oh, I, you, you weren't sure about Timothy Chalamet hype. And then you met him and you're like, oh, he's a really good actor. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think he's a very good actor uh, and I love Zendaya. So I can't wait to see. Oh, I love Zendaya. Um, yeah. It's, it's hard not to. She's so chill. She like, she's just is herself all over. She's amazing. Um, she's amazing. So I'm really glad. And Laura actually has the second Dune book. So Dune Messiah. Yep. I'm planning, it's on my like imminent TBR. Like I I have it out on my table. It's like staring at me. So it's raring to go. Uh, And what, what did you like about, can I ask one thing for the listeners who are tuning in to hear this? Mm -hmm. What did you love about the book? Um, I think probably just, I don't know. it, It was kind of a 
time when I was really stressed and it was really a comfort read for me. It was a big thing, but I really just liked all of the world building with it. And I, I don't know. I thought it was just a, a really good book and I, I just found it really interesting. And there was just like a lot of drama happening, which I really appreciated that as well. I'm big on drama. I also, you're big on drama. You're also really big on scene settings. Like you really enjoy when you're reading about like a setting and you can like really mm-hmm. picture it in your mind. Yeah, imagery so is really important to me. Yeah. So I'm not shocked that you very much liked that book and very much liked the movie because again, the scenery was stunning and it was yeah. perfect. Do you have any final thoughts on Dune, either the movie or the book? I would say if you've read the book, go watch the movie. You'll really like it. And I would say as far as the book, it's not for everyone. <laughs> I think that that is a great uh, assessment. I will also say as someone who loves reading, I did like the book. I, I, it's, I'm not as like wowed by it as Laura, but I understand why people love it. Um, so we hope you enjoyed this. If you are not our usual usual listeners, you should uh, download some of our other episodes. We're doing a deep dive into Wheel of Time. You do not need to have read the books if you're not planning on reading them because we tell you all about the plot and the characters. We, we also did do your check-in. work for you. We literally did all the work for you. We also have at the beginning of our episode, a quick 30 minute check-in with each other where we discuss what we're reading, watching, and or enjoying. And it's a very pleasant thing. So even if you only want to tune in and listen to our first 30 minutes, we're happy that you're following along with us. Yeah. Um, and then please, and so smash that subscribe button and please remember to rate and review us. That helps us reach other people. You can also reach out to us to talk about Dune or Wheel of Time or our current reads uh we can be found at our pod that's owwr pod on at instagram and twitter and you can email us at our pod at gmail.com or visit us on our website at our where you can find our blog where we write about different posts we review books we send out lists of books we think you would love to read and we haven't talked about dune but we might if laura reads dune messiah yeah. <laughs> maybe i can convince her to write a review on it be my so we're just happy you came, we're just happy you came in and enjoyed us on this fun little journey about dune 2021 bye bye <laughs>